0: I was going to see. It was in two two thousand fourteen. I was going to see Theory of a Dead Man at a venue by by me, and I had a three days gray shirt on. And there was an and I was actually speaking to the vocalist of Theory of a Dead Man outside, and somebody came up to me and was like, "Why are you wearing that shirt? You're not seeing them tonight."
1: And welcome to another episode of the Sloppy Syndicate. This is your host, White Trash Donnie, and we have none other than Take the Name in the studio today. We will bring them in shortly. Uh, If you like any, uh, if you like genres such as, uh, not genres, but if you like bands such as uh, Day to Remember, um, uh, Sleeping with Sirens, uh, this will be the band right up your alley. Uh, So they were actually uh, formerly Violent Nine before they rebranded into Take the Name. And uh, let's get to know them a little bit further and uh, see what they have to say. All right, how we doing? So we have uh, Tyler and Keith from the band. Tyler is uh, vocals. Uh, Keith is the drummer. Um, So, kind of run us through uh, how you got started in the band. You were formerly uh, Violent Nine, if I'm correct, and uh, you know, kind of went to uh, take the name. What was the uh, what was the purpose of say the rebrand?
0: Hit it, Keith. Go for (laughs) it. Uh,
1: basically we
2: kind of got a what was it a cease and assist letter in the mail that basically said hey you guys are stealing our name so you know change it or we're gonna see in court so we pretty much had no option to quickly change the name of our band without you know delaying stuff like single releases and stuff like that so yeah
0: yeah that that's the truth um we were called Violet Nine. So um, I'm the original member from that whole thing. Um, So there was, we had all other members prior to that. And we were Violet Nine up until last year around like May or June. And then we got hit with that cease and desist. So we went back and forth with like, you know, can we coexist, et cetera, et cetera. They said no. So we said, okay, that's cool. So now we're called. Take the name and we were we were kind of worried at first that people aren't going to understand and a band like us like how are we going to rebrand and have everybody come and, and know about this we've, we've been releasing music for three years and actually we've gotten nothing but support and positive feedback and i think people actually like this name better and now i do at first i was like no that's the name i came up with but now i'm
1: i'm sold on it mm-hmm. that's pretty much how that went down last year yeah i would say i like the name a little bit better myself take the name yeah. it kind of kind of stands out more um, yeah you so. know, thank you and uh you know it kind of um it goes i don't know it just you know when you hear a certain bands and the name it just goes together like uh spaghetti and uh or what is it what do they say a tuna and a meatball
2: yeah
1: um, <laughs> It just goes together. Um, So, yeah, you have uh, singles uh, released all the way back from 2018. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, No Tears Left to Cry uh, was a single in 2018. Uh, One of uh, my top songs from Take the Name. Uh, And then you have 2019, uh, you released Trials and Miles Away. 2020, uh, you had four songs, uh, Fever Dreams, um, Change in Plans, top songs there. Um, And then 2021, uh, Grenade is Phenomenal. And then you. you did a cover of, um, well, go, going back 2020, uh, Dear Maria, you did a cover. So you did an excellent cover on Dear Maria. Thank you. And uh, so let's talk about the newest single, Save Myself from Myself. Um, and what is, uh, you know, run us through the process. Um, you know, how you started. Did you start with the riffs first? Did you start with vocals? How did you uh, form such a banger of a song?
0: Banger. Thank you for calling it banger.
1: Keith, uh,
0: you can, you can take that if you want.
2: Uh, well, we kind of, we had a skeleton of the song down first, which we typically do for, for many of our singles. And then we brought that to the studio and it kind of just developed on its own as we were all in the studio together. We kind of, we had the song on repeat, you know, kept jamming to it. And then we built the vocals off of that and so forth. So it was kind of just a big collab at the
0: studio. Yeah, the, the cool thing about this song, too, is since our band is new members, too, as, as opposed to Violet Nine as well. So the writing process is definitely different than what it was in the past. And we all collectively have different influences of music. And this, this song, we wanted it to be different than the EP for For What It's Worth. We wanted to follow it up in a different way. And we wanted to incorporate more alternative pop elements into the music. And I think the, the cool thing about the song is it, it has all that but we maintained and kept those edgy guitars that really cut and punch through the mix. And I think that's what gives us a little more distinction from your like pop punk music is that those heavy guitars in the song and overall, it's just, I, I love the song. So thank you so much for saying that, you know, you do as well. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. It's uh, definitely a, a top of all the songs, um, that and grenade. And yeah. So, um, trying to describe your your sound is is quite difficult because there are some songs that are a little bit lower you know kind of um you know like punk rockish and then you have some songs that are a little bit heavier like a day to remember um you know so kind of tell us about your style and and where you know your influence in music and what you know um you know who influenced you and what would we if you know we didn't listen to you what we what would we expect you to sound like if that makes sense, I tongue twisted yeah. myself on that. So, <laughs> okay, I guess I can
0: I can start with that. Um, so for our band, I know we're all influenced by different people and different artists, which is a, it's, a, it's a really good thing to be influenced by other people rather than we all like the same thing. So everything just kind of sounds the same. But for me, growing up, I'm I'm like the the three days grace kind of guy. That's like that's me. So I think songs like Crash and Burn. And change in plans have more of that edge to it but the one thing that i always pulled from those bands especially for three days grace for me is they're always about the hook and the chorus and that's the one thing about our music that i think we we do very well on is having those catchy choruses and that's the biggest thing for us so that's that's what influences me music wise um i'm also into a lot of punk rock and emo music as well like i uh Lately, you've been really getting into the Dying Is Your Latest Fashion album again from Escape the Fate. and I think that really shows and pulls for the kind of music we're doing now and some other things like that. So that's where I stand for, for the influence for the band.
1: Mm-hmm. And what about- uh, anything of uh, who, who has influenced you, Keith? Uh,
2: for me, I like some of the heavy stuff as well. Um Day to remember Beartooth, you know, old Sleeping With Sirens, uh, bands like that. Uh but for me I'm leaning more towards pop punk like neck deep, the story so far, state champs, uh Stan Atlantic, stuff like that. So I think we have just a big mesh of you know those sounds together. Mm-hmm. So,
0: so goes, I don't even know what he listens to sometimes.
2: Oh Nick?
0: Yeah. We he he stuff too. Yeah, he does, but we'll be in the car on tour and we'll go from this really heavy song to this like elevator. So, yeah, he likes <laughs> yeah,
2: funk. He likes funk yeah. music and
0: lays back and stuff like that. He's a bass player, so he's okay. got
1: yeah. makes sense, right? <laughs>
0: his bass riffs though are, are sick. I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? That's awesome. Like now I know where you get that from.
1: And uh, you guys have uh, you know the band has um, had some huge success. Um, you know, just looking at the the sheer numbers of, of plays and things like that. I um, mean, you're well established. And uh, so, what are some of the plans? Uh, You have a new song coming out, uh, 429, which is called Low. Uh, Mm -hmm. So if you want to talk about that. And then uh, what are some of the plans for this year? Um, A tour, a headline tour, anything uh, that we can expect from Take the Name?
0: Um, As far as the new single for Low, so what I would say is, without giving away too much so you guys are surprised, it's the same vein as Save Myself, but think of it as I'm not done screaming and there's some edgier and heavier parts to it. So it's in like the same vein as save myself and we're kind of shifting gears in how we write our music. I I've, I've noticed that it has a different taste to it, but it's a little edgier than than save myself. So yeah. if people also like the succubus side of things, I think they'll really like the song cuz it's both.
2: It's got a darker vibe to it and certain parts of the song are a little bit heavier than save myself. So Okay,
1: awesome. Well, So I'm excited uh, because Save myself is, like I said, a banger. So if this is a little heavier and some different riffs, yes, that's going to be right up my alley. So, um, now what is, after you drop the single 429, what are your focuses for the remainder of the year? Uh, Do you have any tours coming up? You
2: you can mention the, the runs that we have in June, I guess.
1: Okay.
0: I I always feel like I'm going to speak over you and I'm like, I don't know, but, um, so we have a run for June that's tentative right now. Uh, we have some we have some stuff in July. Uh, we do have a show at the end of this month too, in because we're we're from Pennsylvania, so we have a show in New Jersey, in Frenchtown with uh, Escape the Fate and the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. So that's going to be a really cool show. So if there's anybody um, in the area that that watches this show too and hears about that, or if you guys can come out, to that'd be awesome. Come see us rip a really cool show with some really awesome bands that influenced us but and then i believe we are working on some some stuff for later in the year too as far as touring goes and trying to solidify the bands we're going out with um we just started working with mbk music group on management side of things so we're hoping that we just keep
1: growing from there elevate it to the next level yeah so um and you guys like i said you guys have a you know all the way back from 2018 you have a, a huge following as it is um so you can i see you guys only going up from there so uh, we'll get into uh, uh, and folks uh, in the chat uh, we are streaming live on youtube and uh, twitch so if you have any questions do not hesitate to throw them in the chat and we'll ask the band uh, yeah, that yeah. makes my job a little yeah. bit easier as well so uh <laughs> Don't hesitate to do that. Um, So I have a random deck shuffled. um, So we'll go through a couple of the questions. Okay. um, You know, and uh, you can pass or we can answer the question. It's totally up to the band. And uh, so the first question that popped up, what's your opinion on fans wearing a band's shirt when going to see them play? Ooh. um,
2: Them wearing the band that they're going to see play? Yes. Okay. I think that's good. I think
0: it's great. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see an issue with it. The one time I was at a concert, I was going to see. It was in two, thousand fourteen. I was going to see Theory of a Dead Man at a venue by by me, and I had a three days gray shirt on. And there was an and I was actually speaking to the vocalist of Theory of a Dead Man outside, and somebody came up to me and was like, "Why are you wearing that shirt? You're not seeing them tonight." And their vocalist chimed in and was like, well, well, you know, you wear a different shirt that you're going to see and then you go to the merch table and you grab a shirt from the band that you're seeing tonight. So maybe you can loop it in like that. You show support that you're into the scene of other music, but then you come out and you buy that shirt of the band you're seeing and support them and get some merch. So I don't see and- an issue, with it, but you can do whatever.
1: Yeah, and I remember my favorite shirt and I wore this sh- I wore the hell out of this shirt. I wore it till it had uh, multiple holes in it. It was uh, the corn <laughs> shirt. It was navy blue, had the silver stripe on it, um with yep. the corn, uh, em- you know, the corn on the uh, chest pocket. And that was uh, I got that in 1999. I think I finally had to throw that away in 2019. Uh so yeah, it lasted quite a few years. <laughs> <laughs> so a long time out that shirt and uh i was i was kind of heartbroken when i had to finally let it go but um yeah i mean there was nothing left to it so um, so back there. right vintage yeah, I, didn't, I didn't think of that at the time so i was like man what i would do to have that shirt back and that's what i was known for in school like always like i would always have like a corn shirt on so
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um you know speaking of merch and that uh where can we find some of your merch at do you have cd's vinyls anything available
0: yeah, we have an entire merchandise store. Um, if you go on our Instagram, we have a link tree in our bio, and you can go right on there. So it has actually all links of our socials. It has the pre-save link for Low as well on there, ticket link for the Escape the Fate show, but it also does have the merch store on there too. So you guys can snag some new merch. We actually do have Low merch. We didn't post the merch drop yet, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know if the merch <laughs> on is- Monday, I think. Is it, we're doing it tomorrow okay yeah, yeah. okay yeah so there there is low merch that's going to be available too so okay, is, uh, wanting to support the new single you can you can snag some new merch from us and
1: way. that's uh that's the best way to support bands these days is uh you know by merch um, cds vinyls uh yes i know we're in a digital era but uh, i myself collect Uh, vinyls cassettes things like that so again that's the best way to support the band is uh buying merch cds whatever they have available that goes directly to them uh, and they do not have to split the profits with any digital um you know digital era companies such as spotify uh, and they make pennies on a dollar when i stream a song or you stream a song so um, anything we can do to help the band uh you know that's the best way to do it so all right next question uh, do you have any other creative outlets or hobbies outside of music?
2: Keith, you do. Uh, for me, I like photography and video making. So I always try to do that when I have free time outside of the music. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, out for, for me, outside of being in the band, I also am an artist management assistant for MVK music group. So I do a lot of, helping out with that. I really like to stay acclimated in the, in the music scene and do things. I, I, uh, I'm not, a, I don't really play sports or anything like that. So I don't have any, yeah, you're laughing, you know, you know, you can't play anything, but yeah, I, I mean, that's just what I do. I don't know. I, I, I love music. That's a big part of my life. So.
1: Yep, I would, would agree. agree. So music is very influential in my life. Um, yeah. I also like, uh, you know, photography and, uh, Working on getting the uh, 107 license for the droneography. Um, yeah. That way, I can do it commercially. Um, do you do? Do you fly the drones, or do you have yeah, the 107 Keith?
2: I have the drone, but I have to look into that stuff because every time we're in a city, I get that restricted message right. that I can't take off. So I guess I got to get that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, it's uh, you know, so the 107 allows you to fly commercially. Um, and then it's just kind of, uh, yeah, it's tricky with, you know, you log in and it's like, no, you can't fly here and like 200 yards, you can fly here. So, (laughs) but, uh, awesome. So, I mean, that's something you and I have in common. I just, uh, upgraded some of the equipment and, um, you know, plan on shooting some of the shows and different things like that. So that would be another creative outlet, uh, for myself. I also play hockey, even though I'm old and I can't skate half the rink without, uh, Puffing like a dog, but uh, I still love it. So, yeah. <laughs> in your uh, in your experience, what is the perfect size crowd to play to?
2: Um, mine personally, I think the sweet spot for me is it's not even that big, but two hundred and fifty to five hundred mm-hmm. in a venue that holds that because it's more of an intimate feeling. It's more of an intimate show. Whereas when you get, you know, to a thousand plus, you don't really connect with, you know, individuals because there's just so many people there and it's like sensory overload. I still love those shows, but for me, 250 to 500,
0: that's what I like. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that too. The Some of the bigger venues, the, the, the fans are a little pushed back from you too, so you can't really have that interaction as you can. But the, the smaller shows like that, you can – Interact with the people. Uh, you can They can see you and you can see them, what they're doing. But you, uh, yeah, I, I love the intimacy too with the fans. The big, big, I think I played like a 1200 cat room once. That
1: was pretty nice. <clears throat> it yeah, was I still can just like, imagine you know, imagine going on the big stage in the stadium with 60,000 people staring at you. I think I would just, I think I would lose it at that moment. Like yeah. uh freeze. I do like, uh, what right. do
0: we do? <laughs> I want to get so, there. All you see are cell phone lights and lighters. That's what I want to say.
1: Right. That would be awesome. And uh, if you keep making the bangers, that's going to happen. So next question is, uh what show did you miss that you regret not going to? So I'm going to start Mine was, uh, several, uh, several years ago here in Orlando and it was Avenged Sevenfold and Metallica and it was, um, tickets were like 220 bucks. So I'm like, nah, I'm not going. And now I look at it, I'm like, it's only 200 bucks. Like that was a banger of a concert. So that's my regret. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Um, one that I have was I was at the show, but I left early because I didn't want to deal with traffic. And I wish that I didn't do that because it was um, Stone Temple Pilots and Alice in Chains. I, I I left. I forget what band played for them. And then I left because of traffic. I was younger, so I was with my dad. And he was like, yeah, I don't really want to like get stuck in this stuff. So we left. But I missed those two bands, and I wish that I didn't at all. Uh,
2: for me, it was a, a Misfits concert because – a guy oh, I nice. know uh, he was um really close with one of the guys and they were gonna go out with the band afterwards and party with them and I skipped that show for a girl. So looking back, I wish I would have went that instead. <laughs> Look where that got you. Yeah. Right. It's
1: always the always the women.
2: Damn yeah, man. it was a good night too, so I missed out on that one.
1: But yeah. Yeah, I um yeah, there's so many, so many concerts that I've kind of skipped out on. And, um, you know, I like the big festivals now, like Welcome to Rockville and Incarnation. So um, I try to not skip the, the multi, you know, the little shows. I don't want to say little shows, um, you know, but the, the, the shows around and, and just focus on the the larger, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can see 60, 70 bands in four days versus three in, in one show. So, right. Um, but I do have a busy weekend coming up. Uh, the 22nd, I'll be in Tampa uh, with um, Post Profit, uh, Escape the Fate, and Red Jumpsuit uh, for their show there. Uh, the 23rd, I will be with the Dev uh, in Orlando. Uh, the 24th, I have a uh, event at the Cana Cider Fest in Fort Pierce. And then I'm running back up for Breed, um, who is playing in Orlando as well. So uh, that's my extremely busy weekend coming up after that's I get back from uh, a little bit of uh, relaxed time on the farm in Virginia. Uh, if I don't break any more bones, because I like to do when I go in Virginia, I like to do stupid stuff yeah. um, out on the farm. So. And, uh, yeah. So uh, what do you think is a major misconception that regular people have about musicians? Party animals.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Then I'm rich. Yeah, that we're made
2: of money and it's all just a party. Like there's a lot more to it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it absolutely is not a party. So like when you're when you're playing a show, I think people have this conception that oh you're in the band, so I'm gonna come there and I'm just gonna party party, and that's not what it is, especially like when we're playing. Like that's that's our job. We're we're working. So everything is being done professionally and like we're loading in our own stuff and we don't have the the time for people to be thinking that it's anything but that. And goofing so
2: long drives because we all drive ourselves, so we don't have a driver yet. That's okay. kind of tiring. Yeah, Bad hotel rooms, you know, poor sleep. There's
0: a lot that goes into it, but
1: yeah, so it's not the glitz and glamour you uh, you, uh tear down, and there's
0: parts of it. And don't get me wrong, you know, you hear bands talk about that stuff, and it, it sounds like. God, what they do must suck. Like that must suck to do that. But it, it you put in all that work and what you get at the end of the night is it's the best thing.
1: Right. That's that's the reward. Yeah. Know, so. but yeah, I don't know if I could be stuck in uh you know, a lot a lot of them tour in vans and you know, some of them do uh you know fourteen hour road trips between the between shows. I think I would probably go bonkers. <laughs> yeah. <That's
2: awesome. laughs> so-
1: Uh, so how would you define success as a musician
2: Mm
1: -hmm. that's kind of a tough one so for me anyway
2: for me as long as we can be on the road and i can pay all my bills from nothing other than just the music itself Mm -hmm. i would be happy with just that
0: yeah if i can live comfortably and be able to be in a band and do what i want to do and get on tour and perform i'm
1: i'm fine with that yeah yeah and i you know and i think as a stigmatism um you know that uh you know it's the glitz the glamour the fame when you know once you start getting big that's what everybody kind of sees you know public wise you know that has not been in a band so i think everyone kind of um stare i don't want to say stereotypes but that's what they think it every band is like you know they get the do all of that um so within the band which instrument do you think is the hardest to play guitar bass or drums and i can't play any of them so i'm uh yeah i'm not talented like that
0: (laughs) i mean it sounds like when something on the drums break that's expensive but Uh, uh, (laughs) money wise
2: the drums kind of suck the most but yeah um playing wise i mean i play a little bit of guitar bass piano and drums for me it depends on the genre if it's ripping solos through the whole thing guitar is probably a little bit harder for me personally but yeah i would say guitar would be the hardest out of those
0: yeah i i play guitar too i'm not crazy guitarist but i can play a little bit but i never took drum lessons so to me, I I find it difficult like keeping that beat the whole the entire time because we're we're playing. I mean, realistically, the person that can't mess up is you, Keith. <laughs> you yeah. make, you make one it the whole thing. Yeah,
2: packing tracks and playing to a click. I guess if I'm off, then the whole thing just goes out the window. Yeah,
0: way. I would say the drums too because he's in charge of the, the show. I mean, you you are the the beat of the show. You keep that rhythm going, and he. Does do the all the backtracks and okay. so
1: like yeah. Yeah, if you want to see something funny, uh watch me try to play guitar. It's like literally <laughs> T-Rex arms. I'm like struggling to like you know, <laughs> it, yeah, it just it looks hilarious. So yeah. um that's a comedy bit in itself. Um so past or present, uh, what would uh, one artist or one band and I, and this is a loaded question because there's many that I can think of myself, past or present, what band would you want to collab with or share the stage with? Hmm. Again, loaded question. There's probably 50 answers, but, uh,
0: honestly, I want to get up on stage with Jacoby Shattuck so bad. I want to play with Papa Roach that that band has so much energy and they've maintained that same energy throughout the years. And that dude is an animal. Like, as far as a front man goes, I, I look up to him a lot. He can control a whole crowd and and still do it like, like it's nothing. He's so and good. he's
1: probably the most humble dude out there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've spoke oh, with yeah. him, uh, and it's, you know, he, didn't, he doesn't know you from Adam, but he takes the time and, and talks to you where, you know, I've spoke to or tried to speak to some artists, and they're like, the hell are you, you know, type of deal. So definitely very humbled. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's got that energy, uh, yes. since day one. So,
2: um, for me, it would be Dave Grohl because he was my idol as both a drummer, a writer and a guitar player and a singer as well. I think he's a good singer. So just all around, I would like to collab with him and play a show together.
1: Yeah. And it's very unfortunate what happened, uh, Overseas, Um, so condolences to them. I know they uh, are taking some time off to to heal and grieve, which is uh, expected. And um, but yeah, he's one. He's a very talented uh, artist. He can play just about anything. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, during the shows, they switch. He'll go play drums. He used to come out and sing too. Yeah. um, Yeah. All right. So let's talk a little more about. uh, Well, we hit. the new song, uh, 429, uh that's dropping that will be low. Mm-hmm. Uh the newest single out now is Save Myself from Myself. Um, and what would you want your fans to know about Take the Name? Hmm. Um, know who we are. <laughs> that
0: that's for sure. We yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one thing about I mean, I, I guess I could speak for myself, but our, our band, too. Um, we, we appreciate this so much. We appreciate that anybody would take the time to listen to our music. So thank you again for saying that you like what we do. And we're going to keep pouring all of our passion into that music. And we hope that we make a statement for you, too, about what we have to say. And that you can resonate with us. And we hope that you stay along for our journey. And we want to play where you are. So follow us and we hope that we can play for you one day and in your town or your area. And you can come out and say, Hey to us, it's one thing that we want so bad. So.
1: Absolutely. And uh, it's going to happen. Um, you know, it's nice that the uh, music scene is coming back full force. Um, so hopefully we'll see a lot more of take the name. You guys have the talent you guys have the music, you have a, you know, a catalog of a bunch of bangers. Um, so just keep putting out what you're putting, doing what you're doing, and uh, the success will come behind that. So um, probably one of my favorite bands that I've uh, listened to thus far. Um, and that's saying a lot because I have so many, so many favorite tracks. So, um, yeah, uh, if you have not heard, take the name, go listen, Spotify, Apple Music. I uh, can check them out on IG. What is your IG handle again? Take the name official. Take the name official, um, then you can get to their link tree, uh, which will lead you to uh, all of their music, merch, uh, etc. So, um, you know, on tour, how do you feel about loaning your gear to another band? Um, I don't have anything for them to. It's uh, mic
0: though, that's for sure. But it's
2: both ways for me because being on the road a lot. It's nice to save time if you're backlining a drum kit, but at the same time, you know, that just opens the door for more breakdowns, more things being stripped, yada, yada, yada. So I kind of gauge it on how the band – if it's like a real heavy-hitting metal band, sometimes I won't really want to share the kit, but, you know, I kind of just go
0: by that. I watched uh, one one of our shows we had. I forget what show it was, but our old drummer – let the band before us use his kit. Like he was like, "Yeah, you guys can right and yeah. their drummer smacked his drums. And I remember my drummer being like, "Oh my god, dude, he's smacking that snare like he's trying to break it." Yeah, like pounding the, the, the hell out of those drums. So it, you don't know how somebody else is going to play your your instrument because they yeah, that's plays their roommate yeah. too.
2: I breakables where. Yeah, you know, I leave all my stands up in the shells, but then they do the cymbals, the pedals, the stand, yeah. that stuff like that.
0: They'll be like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Yeah.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> and the stuff's not cheap. So you oh, know, definitely, a- uh, definitely uh, give you a little bit of anxiety or some stress there for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and if you were to, uh, you know, the, you're kind of multi genre, I would say, um, with your music that you have now. But if you were to write a record in the future outside of the genres that you're in now, what genre would you pick and why? Could we expect a country album from Take the Name?
0: I'll do it. (laughs)
2: Let's do it. That'd be fun. Yeah. I like the, um, like that Midwest emo, like the indie music. Okay.
0: Like the math rock, I guess you could call it. That kind of stuff. (laughs) I would probably do like a like an indie record or I mean I have a I have my own song that's out that's more like a pop punk thing. So I'd probably do that. But way more pop punk than like Save Myself is for our band. Like our band is edgy. Like that song is very like nice. pop,
2: like almost pop music.
0: Yeah, like something like that I would I would like to do. I, I'd like to sing and not use any like gritty vocals on the music and be, it'd be interesting to, uh, take a different approach.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. That's about that time. We're going to wrap up. I know you guys are extremely busy. Um, I thank you guys for coming on the sloppy syndicate, getting getting to know you a little bit more and, uh, letting the fans get to know a little bit more about take the name. Um, so, uh, let's go ahead and drop your tags one last time. So if they, uh, have missed it, uh, where can we find take the name?
0: So you can look us up on Facebook. Take the name. You can go on Spotify and type that up too. And all your all your streaming platforms and our Instagram is uh, take the name official. And from there you can go on our link tree and you can pre-save the new single low. You can get some new merch. You can watch a music video for Save Myself. We have all of our links on that link tree too. That's that's found in our Instagram at take take the name official. So thank you guys so much for everything. Yeah, awesome.
1: thanks for having us as well. Thank uh, you. It's a pleasure having you. You're welcome anytime on the show. And folks, uh, go ahead and support Take the Name directly uh, through their IG account. Um, they appreciate that more than you know. And uh, until next time, keep it sloppy, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Sloppy Syndicate.
0: Thank you guys for having us.
1: Thanks. Thank you.